right, welcome back to uh, the next edition of the Bonded by Horror Show. Uh, we're going to have a fun time this week. Uh, this is episode two. I think I just said that, but whatever, we're going to get into that a few times. I'm well caffeinated. The other two ghouls are caffeinated or whatever the hell they are. I'm one of the three hosts, Eddie Vegas. I am Joe Walsh, also known as author J.C. Walsh. What up, boys? It's, it's Scroogey Boy here. How's it going, everybody? We're good. We're good. Mm. How's everybody doing on this fine uh, Saturday morning? Uh, brisk and early and nice and ready to go and attack the day and talk about a fucking wild one this week, guys. We are. This is going to be an interesting show and an interesting discussion, and I can't wait for this. Um, so if anybody isn't aware of what we're about to go talk about, uh, we are going to be breaking down and dissecting uh, horror genre classics, uh, a staple, a pinnacle movie uh, from everything that I've ever heard and read and all my fellow horror community deadites would say is uh, uh, a beautiful piece of um, film mastery, right? And that's uh, Army of Darkness. It's not any of those things, but it is a fucking wild ride, that's for sure. And I hope everybody <laughs> loves this Army of Darkness. Uh, another movie, how did we end up picking two movies from 1992? We didn't even realize. And Holy shit. Vastly, vastly different movies. Like, they couldn't be any more different than what they are. But both in a horror genre. And I think that's going to be an interesting thing to kind of talk about too, the reference later on the, you know, the parallels between like, Hey, genre, the, the horror genre is such an amazing, it's like metal. Like there's so many sub genres of it, but it's all just one giant, awesome community. When you accept the <clears> fact <throat> that it's just one awesome giant community. Right. Um, so over the course of this show and over the course of the next couple of weeks, when everybody joins us and hopefully we build um, a nice community of our own, uh, people will join in and be able to help dissect these ridiculous fucking movies that we're going to watch, like this one today. Uh, so, everybody understands with this one, last week, um, Pet Cemetery 2 is more of like one of my personal favorites. So, when me and uh, JC decided to start doing this a while ago and then we added in Scrooge there, that was the one to go with because it's so near and dear to my heart and I love talking about it. And it brings together two worlds that I love a lot, like the metal version or music version and horror and, you know, my friendships. Uh, but this week, I, let it, I left it up to these two fellas on what we should do for episode two. Uh, ben had thrown out Army <laughs> of Darkness. Joe very happily threw, uh, threw his uh, hat into that ring as well. And uh, he happened to pick out what we're going to do next week, which stick around to the end because we're going to let out a little little ghoul out of the box uh, about what we're going to do next week, which is going <laughs> to be an interesting one. So you, you're definitely going to want to stick around to the end. So please hang out with us. Um, but... Here's the deal with Army of Darkness. I'm going to just throw this out there, guys. I don't know this movie. I didn't know this movie at all. I've heard, like, lines, and I've seen clips, and I've heard little, like, little pieces of it, but I didn't know this movie like you guys do. So I'm going to be the fresh take here for once, which is going to be wild, and even though I'm kind of giving you guys the open, and I'm, like, the, the mouthpiece for the most part, uh, most of the time, because I don't like awkward silences, I'm not going to be able to talk about this movie as much as I could the last one, or maybe what we're going to talk about in the future. Uh, which is nice for me, actually. So it's really going to be Joe and uh, uh, Ben here really kind of riffing, and I'm going to be throwing in what I thought about the scenes and whatever what we loved about the movie. So just like Pet Cemetery 2, we're going to break down some of our favorite scenes, some of our favorite mov moments, which I feel like you're pretty much going to hear a beat-by-beat -beat synopsis of this movie because it's an e it's a quick watch, man. 120 minutes long, not even not even, not, not even that, like an hour and no, 20 minutes. Yeah, minutes it's, it's, yeah, it's an hour and yeah, 20 hour minutes. And wouldn't even it's it's ten minutes shorter than the last than the last movie we watched, 
It was a fast watch, man. Like just over an hour. That's nothing. And you can sit and watch that movie a couple times. With Army of Darkness, also, it dude. Like, I feel like there's always some. There's always something happening too. There's never. Mm-hmm. There's never like a lull point, except. I mean, like, there's like the couple times where they have like the montage and they're training everybody yeah. for the Army of Darkness. Um, but that that that's about it. It's it's such an easy uh, horror watch and. Can you even call it a horror movie at this point? Because it's so goofy, and I well, love every second of it. That's one of the things I was going to bring up while watching it. So before we get into like our favorite scenes and the, the you know dichotomy of the movie, it's I mean it's 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 borderline horror. Like it's horror comedy is really what it is. And it's, it's horror like adjacent. Horror, it's horror yeah. It's yeah, but it's it's a horror movie because there's some like you know like the well I don't want to give anything away yet, but like one of my I'll spoiler alert. One of the my favorite scenes early on is. Uh, when they're at the pit and they throw somebody in it and they, like everybody's waiting, 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 and all of a sudden like a fucking blood volcano shoots yep. up out of nowhere, like right there. Well, that's, that's a reference to uh, like... uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. They did that in, in homage to it. Yeah, so we'll, and, we'll get into that too. Out. So the, this was the, this was a this was a weird movie. Uh, they, it's definitely not what Sam Raimi wanted to do. Like not even in in the slightest. He wanted to do Evil Dead Three. And then, what is it, Universal? Yeah, Universal. Yeah, Universal. They bought the rights, uh, not even to Evil Dead, but to, you know, Ash Williams and all that. And they were like, no, this is the movie that we want. And, uh, you know, Sam, (laughs) he was was pressed up against a barrel. He's like, I guess. I guess I'll do this. So they gave him a huge fucking budget for, you know, comparatively to what fucking Evil Dead 2 was. And they they just went with it. Uh, I think they just kind of threw every single thing at the wall. That's why you get like five fucking uh, like three Stooges references in like a span of ten minutes. <laughs> it, but it, I just thought it worked. Uh, it's but it it definitely didn't screen very well because people hated it when it came out. Uh, now it's definitely one of those cult well, classics. I'm, but I'm not surprised if if you didn't know anything about this series of movies. Mm. First off, the series as a whole is weird anyway. Like, the first one's so underground and so low and budget. They, but yeah, it's a yeah. masterpiece because of that reason, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's beautiful because of what... Sam Raimi literally broke ground. Like, he... It's almost like what The Matrix did for movies. And it, anything that followed for, The Matrix. Yeah, it's like, it's like The Matrix for action movies. It's like Clerks for comedies. Yeah. It's... it's Yeah. It, it it does it does all of that. It definitely fits in that mold. And then he Evil Dead Two is down an Iron Gate, man. Oh yeah. And then Evil yeah. Dead Two is where Sam really got to make the movie that he wanted to make, right? Yeah. Uh, and and you know Bruce definitely helped out a fucking shit ton with that. Mainly because I just think he can't play anybody else except Ash. And there's no problems with that. Everybody. I don't wait, know if wait. He... so he so so apparently you didn't see Spider Man when he was the fucking theater clerk. And oh, he and he's him. the he's the ring announcer, and he's quite literally basically just being <laughs> Ash Williams. Oh, and and then there's yeah, also he's also in Burn Notice where I can't remember I can't remember who he plays, but again, basically just plays Ash Williams like fucking note for note. That's all he does. Uh, but we he's love a, him for a, it. He's a gem of a human being, that's for sure. He's he's, he's uh, the nicest fucking dude ever too. Uh. He just loves all of his fans and shit. Anyway, there. But yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the movie, man. <laughs> so, so this movie. So here's here's a couple questions for you guys. So Ben obviously loves this movie, and now mm-hmm. like, Ben or Brothers, if people didn't know that. So what's funny is is I I passed on to Ben my love for horror, right? But then he took it in his own direction, and he knows a ton of movies that I've I never really got into or never really seen, and vice versa, right? So excuse me, and. We talk about that all the time. Like, we'll share stuff. 
I didn't realize how much Ben loved this movie until recently, to be honest. With mm-hmm. you. We never really, I don't know, we just don't talk about certain certain movies. You forget to bring them up and be like, oh, you know, I think maybe, I don't know, I could be talking out of context, but you probably assumed I knew the movie. I, I don't know, I would imagine. Cause it's I, knew, classic, right? I knew you at least knew Evil Dead 2. That's that's because yeah. we've talked about Evil Dead two a ton, so it it was well, just like yeah, the, the two Evil Dead movies I know pretty well. Yeah, and then the remake I know. Fucking love the remake. Excuse me, but oh uh, no! All right, well I oh nope <laughs> oh, I no nope, we can hear you. Okay. I was about okay. to say I'll take the wheel. If I get quiet, he didn't it's break himself. It's pausing on my side. No, you're good. No, uh, yeah, no, it, it, it and then with Army of Darkness, they barely. They barely even reference Evil Dead, except at the very beginning, and they never even advertised it as a as an Evil Dead sequel. There were uh, when uh, Universal was advertising this movie, it's like, hey, if you, I don't know, if like you you know who this guy is, you've seen him before, you might like this movie. I don't know, uh, so it's it's really good for it. Well, that's one of the things I was going to bring up to st- to kick it off, right? So let's mm-hmm. let's kick off what we love about the movie, the scenes and things like that. So for me, being an outsider for this movie, um, I did like the fact that they opened up with a little bit of a montage to kind of introduce the character and where he came from. So if you took somebody that um, I think a well-done sequel, no matter what style of sequel it is, like this one's such a fucking weird offshoot, if you can give us just enough, so if like, say you bring a date to the movies, that doesn't know Evil Dead. You can put them in the movie, the third one, and they'll get just enough to be able to understand kind of what's going on and then enjoy the ride with everybody else. So it's like a, you don't have to be a super fan of that movie. So I think that's where like the Marvel movies does, do, are kind of like hit or miss with some people. So the Marvel movies, each individual one, like the Avengers and stuff, are big, beautiful box office, slam popcorn in your mouth movies. And that's great. But if you're a super fan, you get every little piece and every little callback and every little nuance. So you have to follow 10 years worth of movies to get everything that happened at the very end. <clears throat> so there's two different fans, right? So there are people that go to that and go, ah, you know, I just can't get into it because I don't have the time and patience to invest in all of the other movies, or maybe I didn't like the other movies. And then you have people that love all of them. Same thing with this, even to an extent, or even, you know, Friday, uh, Friday the 13th, the first four followed a story. And then after that, it kind of, it kind of loosely kept on going, but it changed the lore so many yeah. times. They're really kind of just individual movies. Or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, same thing. Mm. I mean, again, they kind <clears> of <throat> follow a lore, but they change every time. Like, there's <clears throat> there's always something a little bit different that Freddy can do or whatever. So, But you can watch what's great about those movies is you don't have to watch the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street to like the fourth one. Like, you can just watch yeah. them. You know what I mean? And that's what's amazing about it. And that's what I think this one does such a good job of it's such a ridiculous movie and it's such a ridiculous premise that like they do, they give you just enough at the beginning to be like, Oh, this is where Ash came from. This is how he ended up in this, you know, ancient, whatever fucking Roman time, whatever the hell it is, whatever it's supposed to be set back to. <clears throat> and then from there, boom, here's the movie. You know what I mean? It's, I thought it set up enough to be able to like draw in a casual fan movie fan, but be able to keep you there with, like a exploding blood death pit, <laughs> like it's, it's so ridiculous. But uh, I, I went out. I'll, I'll kick the ball back over to like Ben or Joe and see what you guys think about like you know any any specific early on scenes. What do you guys think about that? Being fans of the other two, um, do you do you like the fact that you know it gives you a little bit of a montage from the beginning to kind of 
fill you in on what's going on, or mm-hmm. you know, would you rather have just a movie like kicked right in and gone on? Like, well, I mean, if you really think, bigger fan of the movie than if me. you think about it, not they actually did both. So they they fill you in on exactly what Evil Dead one and two is realistically, if you if you think about it like that. Uh, it tells you it teaches you enough about the Necronomicon to get it. It's a book of the dead. It does bad, scary things. So you gotta know. Who? What else is there to say? And then it fucking immediately picks up where the second one ended. The second fucking Evil Dead Two starts. Army of uh, Army of Darkness begins. It, it, it. There's no time delay. You don't have to think about it like that. But they did such a good job of uh explaining everything to you in such a quick manner what was it like two minutes not even that ash is talking about everything that bam the fucking army of darkness begins so i i think they did a awesome job with that yeah i um it's funny we talked with pet cemetery 2 last week with um how it was a sequel and then but you don't mention any of the characters and it continue the 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 continuing the first movie more through lore and mentioning the characters but this one it plays mm-hmm. off the narrative of like continuing from the first two movies and uh now i'm a huge fan of you dead 2 and the remake um i really enjoyed army of darkness i think it's a lot of fun of course i'm not a elitist horror fan but yeah i just love evil dead 2 because it's, it touches more on the horror and comedy more where army of darkness is more comedy than horror but still has a lot of great horror elements um so I, I love the intro. I love where he, he, he gives that like introduction. He's that S smart. He's telling the story mm-hmm. type of thing. <clears throat> and then, um, and then, you know, he, you, you see things that happen in the cabin. Then he gets into that little time portal and he drops mm-hmm. right into the medieval times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they don't waste time. They don't, they don't drag it out, which is good because of the movie mm-hmm. length. And then, um, and I, I love the knights attacking the car. I thought that was hilarious. Those little, those little things like that. Mm. They're just like they, they, they're w- looking at the stranger, dressed strange. Who the hell yeah. is he? And then what is this thing that fell out of the sky with them? This, this, this mechanical beast, and they're just like stabbing the shit out of it. And then I, 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 I thought I, that was I, funny I, too. I chuckled. I thought it was great. Just a little. Yeah, stuff it, that like was that. Th- that was one of those first. There's a lot of um for such a fast paced movie. There's a lot of eye for details, like even mm-hmm. little details. So if you're if you're like a movie fan, like a true movie lover your eyes kind of do pick up on little things like that. Like some people would gloss over the fact that you have a bunch of like knights from the medieval times, not understanding what a car is or like a metal horse or whatever they, you know, whatever they would think it would be. And then they're like going over there and like slashing it and hacking it and stabbing it. Was it like that made me, again, it made me smirk. It made me smile. And it, yep. it kind of, it solidifies like real early on, like, Oh, you're just in for like a, a an interesting ride. Like, you, oh, yeah. you know, this is going to take yeah. itself too serious. And that's, what's really cool. I like that. Now, on top of that, to add there, I I love, as much as they don't hold up, I love the early 90s, like, blue screen effects. They're not even Mm -hmm. green screen, I don't think, back then. You can see the difference. They look like, like, Nash is, like, falling through the sky. It's so cheesy, but it's beautiful at the same time. It's it's so well done. Yeah. It it, it doesn't necessarily hold up like some, like, practical effects would, Mm -hmm. which this movie is a fucking like masterpiece when it comes to that like the practical effects that sam raimi can pull off which we're definitely going to get into in a little while mm-hmm. there's one there's second and none. there's one in particular uh i it, it's it's more so towards the end it's it's right when evil uh evil ash is is marching up towards the towards the keep you can literally i i meant to record it last night and i was gonna play it on here but i forgot there's literally a fucking part where they're trying to walk up and then you can see the fields up to the up to the keep 
the fucking fields were glitching out and they were basically clipping back and forth through the fucking yeah. bl the blue screen and then the keep and i i had to rewind it a few times i'm like what the fuck is this and i never noticed that clip 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 <laughs> and dude it, it that blue screen effect is it was just that one in particular and then every time i feel like they it, for the time that it was made in i feel like they did a really good job with bruce every every time bruce campbell how many fucking characters does he play realistically and they're all the same person mm -hmm. but you could tell uh they they put a lot of effort into that uh with every time there was a different bruce on the screen and uh they i think they yeah. did a really good job with that yeah, he's, he's a fucking superstar oh. go ahead joe no, you're, no you're we'll go, yeah, we'll go back real quick we'll talk about the um we guys talk about the special effects and how they how well they did that i know we're gonna jump into that but like uh you know with the intro why i really enjoyed i know it was like um so you get the whole set, the castle, you get the whole set, this whole medieval setting. Um, and I thought it did very well. It wasn't too, because, you know, it's a little bit of that satire comedy. And they got, mm -hmm. you also got to like kind of over-exaggerate the, the knights and then, and then the people in this castle. Um, and, but even though they over-exaggerate their personalities a little bit, it's not too crazy. And they stick with, like, that authentic, it's very authentic feeling for a comedy horror in this medieval time. You know, it, it 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 feels like it's medieval. It's not like it's not overly. It's not it's not overdone. Where it's like, mm. okay, this is not realistic, and um and then that goes right to the pit. The right. pit was was you know we talked about the pit that was very well done. So it gets it's got mm -hmm. it's got a lot of the the darkness of medieval times with uh I wrote it down. I had a oh yeah the the setting of warfare and and superstition. Um, I'm happy they jumped right into a deadite type scene with the with the with the pit because instead of just dragging it out, you 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 got the intro and you got right to the the right. nitty gritty of this. Like these people are dealing with the same thing he just dealt with in the cabin, so it connects right away. Mm -hmm. right. Um, so that, the, that's a good point. The with the when he falls into the pit and then like the deadite shows up, the chick or whatever, and he starts fighting her. That kind of it, it keeps the lore going right away. It keeps the it keeps the machine going. It keeps steamroll the steamroller heading forward, right? So you can kind of tie in the two. So again, it really it does a lot of play to the the Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two fans, and then keep them in you know interested in the fact that now you're watching a fucking medieval movie. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's a yeah. it's a weird yep. movie. Um, it was a it was a fucking and that shit turns into a medieval kung fu movie because the amount of flips, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, the amount of flips that that one deadite does is insane and I love it. And that's when they start introducing the fight scenes with the deadites. Like yes, yeah. To, to rewind too, we already skipped over one of the one of the best. So this movie, if not for anything else, if you take away all the other stuff we're gonna rave about with this movie, it's one of the best one-liner movies i've ever seen uh, like, we, this, i knew we get movie, that at some point <laughs> uh, we're, we're, and we're gonna we're gonna have to jump around with it this one's gonna be a little bit different than last week but we already jumped over one of the best one-liners in this movie and it sets it right up <laughs> when he meets uh red and he goes hello mr fancy pants i fucking <laughs> died because I've, I've i've heard that before but i never realized what it was mm -hmm. from and when i saw it and the way he like schlocks it up like the way he just like hams up that scene Dude, I fucking lost it. I, I immediately was like hooked right in. So, I mean, on top of other reasons I was hooked in, but go ahead, guys. What my fear is when he's like being uh, accused of being with uh, these other knights with the, the Red or whatever, the Red Army. And he goes, I never seen this asshole before. <laughs> it's like, and it's just funny how like one beat that comes out, we just like, he's just a, a modern guy talking to these medieval people yep. and he's calling them an yeah. asshole and, and they have no idea no yeah. they have no they have no clue yeah. what, what they're saying what he's saying is. yeah he doesn't know what he said yeah 
I mean, there, there's all kinds of things like that. Like when he's like, "Oh, give me some sugar, baby," or whatever the fuck he says to her. When he's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Kids. Like, come on, hail, hail to the king, baby. That's where it came <laughs> yeah. from. Real quick. Let me throw, oh, let me the... throw... oh, go ahead. Go Sorry. ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say good. to throw in there because I know we're going back and forth. I have to say this. What I love about Bruce Campbell's character, uh, he goes from oh no, where I where, where I put it, where I read it. Because I don't want to lose the oh, words. Mine are all over the place, too. Don't feel that. I'm gonna yeah. Um, this is going to be just jumping around. Also, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil Ash. Evil Ash even has one-liners. Like, it, oh, like, well, yeah. oh, my God. What a, what a oh, fucking don't, champion. Don't, 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 don't talk too much about it. I want to... No, I, I'm not. I'm not oh, I, I could rave rant and rave about yeah. Evil Ash all fucking day. What were you going to say, Joe? With the, with the first uh, version of Ash, you get the reserved college kid. Mm-hmm. Goes through all this, you know, the typical horror trope. He goes through all this hell, and then he, we go back to, you know, he starts getting that craziness. He starts seeing the, we starts to lose his mind a little bit. And the Evil Dead 2 is where he's like the madman fighting the demons. He's the lunatic in the isolated cabin. And then yep. he's got a couple of little one-liners and gets a little, he gets, he gets like, it gets wacky. And it's almost like you see the transition when it gets to the third movie. The one-liners are what gives him that, <laughs> that cocky, toxic male, anti-hero, like, mm-hmm. And you see that because, like, he he wants to be a good person, but he's just so crazy. He just he becomes like this like toxic human being, where he's like selfish at some points in the movie, mm. and he's on moves to try and save mm-hmm. people because he just wants to get back home. But he also like I can't be this this you know shithead. But you know, of course, he yep. starts becoming more of a shithead later on in the franchise. A lovable shithead, but <laughs> and it's and it's funny and too. I, love, because I think it's great. I love the transition. It's they, awesome. They are, not only that too, but they they start transitioning into that. He he's just a bumbling idiot. He's like, yeah. he goes, yeah, like, I, I didn't say every little syllable, but yeah, I, I got it. It's like, it, it starts oh, to play with the fact that he's an idiot, that too. Means, we're going we're gonna to get into it in a second, too, because my notes on, again, this movie's so fast. Try to keep it linear as best we can. Everything's super, super, this thing, this thing fucking hits you one shot after another. Mm-hmm. As soon as it, like, this movie, as soon as it gives you, it gives you one second to breathe, it fucking comes back in with another right hook. It just keeps on happening. And there are, like, little breathe moments, but they're not, I mean, not very many. Um... But yeah, just so enough with the character, with the... like just that little bit of character development, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. get, so they it's didn't not need to... completely breakneck. What they did, what they didn't need to do is that you know, you don't have to go into too much of like his past and his history. Like, he's just this fucking like I, I would imagine he must be from New York. He seems like a Long Island or Staten Island guy rather. Like he's like kind of like a cocky like like Guido, like kind of like a dickhead, like like <laughs> Joe was saying. And it really kind of shows, but at the same time, that's also his appeal because mm-hmm. he's such a dumbass. But yet, all of a sudden, he can like build a fucking robot hand out of like medieval parts. <laughs> yeah, he can or, build a robot like, hand. He it, he knows exactly how to make gunpowder. So he knows he knows kung fu because he's teaching all the fucking all the guys karate at the in the thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they yep. they 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 do know how to pull together. Uh, cause all right. So it was the deadites. He, he starts becoming an asshole and being like, listen guys, I just want to get the fuck out of here. Uh, and then all they want oh. is the book. So they don't, don't forget, don't forget when, uh, when he's, when they're, when they're talking at one point, I think they're talking in, uh, when they're trying to talk him into going and getting a Necronomicon, all of a sudden the witch shows up and he calls her a she bitch. The she bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. And he's like, Oh, sorry. All those scenes are great, man. All those scenes yeah. are fucking so good, and they're they're just so quick. It's all yep. so quick witted, and it's it's all well done and well choreographed too. Like the fight scenes, mm. even though like they're they're quick cuts, the way that the way Sam Raimi had to like slice this movie together, it all really really works too. You know, like mm-hmm. like when he when he's in the pit, the callback really quick, and 
the guy goes, strange one, strange one, and throws him the fucking the chainsaw, and he, like, jumps up and it kicks ah, like, Oh, I yeah, fucking it's, love it's, that. It's so insane, man. It, it's so insane. Or, like, when he's when he's, when he's he takes his belt off in that same scene, and he's, like, he like, the, the chain. Uh, Indiana Jones's the, the chain <laughs> to ride it up, and, like, the dead eye... <laughs> yeah, like, the dead eye is, like, on his foot, and he's trying to kick it off. It was so crazy. Um... What was I gonna just jump into? Uh, oh yeah, the making the robot arm and groo- and that's when he finally says groovy. Like so, obviously, there's your pinnacle moment there. I want to kind of fast forward a little bit um, to we got to just get into it now because I-, I feel like this this scene deserves a bulk of our conversation tonight. The entire fucking scene when he's running from the neck like the evil or whatever in the woods and he ends up oh the view through the demon the dead yeah 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 the the, dude when the little ashes start running around like you know you're in for it's it's the little ashes so there's there's so much there's so much to unpack with that scene because you have to understand so you that's why i wanted to jump right yeah so well yeah because like between the keep and then going into there there's not much else but but that's that's a good call because you get the you get the classic evil dead like the, the camera cut where the dead the, it's not even yep. a dead eye it's just evil that that's how they explain the, it in, the in evil following yeah right. that it, that's right. how they finally explain it in Ash vs the Evil Dead it's just evil and, and, it's, and it's chasing them and like the yes fucking, the, it's, yeah it's the great tracking shots where yep. the 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 camera goes through like it splits trees and like you see the fucking trees mm-hmm. split because the the, the evil is going yep. right through the trees and it, up and above things and through fucking vines and. However, he does those shots. He must put them on like a like a wire or something, and pull literally pull them through. It's it's insane. Again, call back to the amount of detail that Sam Raimi has. It's it's wild what this guy can do with these shots, and that shot is fucking amazing. And it, I might be even overlooked with some people that don't understand what those what those are and why they're so amazing from the original one. But once he gets to that fucking uh, the mill or whatever it is, the window. Mm-hmm. And then he shuts the door and he's trying to fight the evil back. Like, you know, right there, like, oh shit, this is, so this is where the movie, I feel like, uh, kind of hits its like pinnacle into like the second act, right? This is where, you know, like, all right, the, we're setting you up with some punches and jabs. Now we're going to fucking haymaker because this is where the meat comes in. Yep. And as soon as he, I, I kind of don't remember, I don't remember if he sees something weird in a reflection or something. What happens to set that up? Oh, I, he, he's just, an, he oh, sees himself. Go ahead. yeah, he sees himself. Okay. He gets fucking okay. nervous. Uh, the 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 mirror falls. The way he's set up. Yeah. Yep. And then it, it's it's evil. evil. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the evil definitely got a hold of him at some point. Still, uh, that's how they kind of try to play it off. And then the fucking mirror breaks. And then magically, for essentially no reason, there's nothing. Little ashes start coming up. Well, I think that that silhouette that he ran into of himself. I think that was evil ash. I think that like you said that was the evil. So mm-hmm. we broke okay. we broke that version of him and then they all came out to try and so like you know that's, that's when the evil manifests because you, you see when when you know you, you're like why the hell what the hell's going on here when they're yeah. attacking him it's it's, it's why are the little mini guys running around was that it's, it's so fucking travel? weird what was that movie there like uh with the little no it's gulliver's travel gulliver's they, travels that's what made me think gulliver's, of like that gulliver's travel or gulliver's yeah that's what ten makes t- me yeah, ten when, times over exaggerated and nuttier it's the same thing yeah and like they all they they, they, they so grabbed the little wild. fork and each one is doing its own little thing, and each one has its own little personality. <laughs> it's so cartoonish and, and fantastic. It's a, it's 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 London it's a, it's Bridge a, is falling show. down, and like he randomly just starts singing that for no yeah. reason. Just starts trying to stomp <laughs> on him. When he when he throws the mini trident spear and sticks the little yep. ash in the, into the wall, like that's fucking amazing. <laughs> or like when he. 
when he trips and his face gets stuck to the stove and he's got to peel it off with the fucking shovel. Such like, a, that shit was such oh, a Looney Tunes so thing, and I love it. And like they, awesome. they did all, all like the little sound effects. Burned, though, yeah, cool. they did all the sound effects, cool. and it's like you can if you see it. There's like nothing on the like the surface where he is. It clearly doesn't look hot. There's no, nothing on it. It's just such a goofy. Oh, that's all him. Yeah, that's all him. Oh. Just fucking hamming it up. Oh it's, yeah, it's but it's so good. There's no way they they must have just been like, dude, just do whatever you want. Just do this, and then it's fine. Because he hands it up so hard, and he nails it here. Uh, but yeah, I, I love when he, when he wakes up all tied down like Gulliver's Travels. Yeah, yep. what Joe yep. was talking about. And, and that's where we find out what they open. They hold his mouth open. Yeah. Yeah, and the little the little mini swan dive. It's dude, so good. <laughs> Drinking the fucking boiling hot water. Oh. You want some hot chocolate? And, oh. And so you know that, and that's what's great about that whole entire scene. It really, even though. The studios wanted him to do this whole wacky medieval thing. Mm-hmm. He was still able to incorporate what we love from the first two Evil Dead movies. Yeah. The, the 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 evil presence chasing him through the woods. That, that those woods. Mm-hmm. I, I have a theory. I think those woods are the woods from the first two movies. You, you just see it in a different timeline. Oh, it's yeah, the same area. That, that, that's that a great theory. The cabin. I think that's the cabin. That makes sense. Yeah, that so, makes sense. So, yeah. And then he's, he's being chased, and then he's in, and then he looks in with the door. It's all harking back to like the old school. And then instead mm-hmm. of seeing the same shit, you get to see this crazy, wacky mm-hmm. little ashes. And then you see the the true like uh, plan of what they really want to do once they jump inside of oh, him. Which dude, is... <laughs> as soon as as soon as the fucking eyeball pops out of his, his ah, shoulder blade or whatever, yeah, wild, wild. Mm-hmm. That that fucking eyeball scene, that gimmick, the prop that they use for that. And that's great. Eighties, nineties special effects combined. That's dude, like, that's, that's it so looks old so good. With the nineties cartoonish of, of horror, you know. Oh, it's amazing. And then, like, all of a sudden, it starts growing out of him. So, K-Dog, real quick, funny about this. Uh, the Indiana Jones thing, I didn't I didn't really think too much about until uh, uh, how there's, like, some of that. K-Dog had never seen the movie before. She doesn't even know the first two, really. But So, she, like, was making dinner or whatever she was doing. And she comes and sit down next to me and, like, comes in right around that scene. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, as the, <laughs> as, the movie starts, as the movie starts going and progressing... Like, she watched it, and she kind of pointed that out when the action stuff starts really happening. She's like, wow, this is really just, like, kind of like Indiana Jones. And I didn't even think about that until she said it. And I wanted to make sure that you guys, you know, I, I brought that up to you guys. It is. It, it's very much so that, like, that action-adventure mm-hmm. swashbuckler fucking. Now, that's old, a big thing. That like, the old late, serials. It, yeah. Yeah. They did a yeah. really good job. Just, I also got to feel like comparison, Ten Commandments, Excalibur, and Jason the Agonauts. Yeah. Feel to all uh, you be, yeah, you beat so me like, to it. Yeah, damn it. God damn it. Yeah. That, that was like the a few words into that. That was that was the one goddamn thing I had in my pocket was Jason and the fucking Argonauts, you jerk. God damn it, because that was a big thing. Well, it's not just that. Sam Raimi actually that, that he made a point to make the skeletons look and they did the yep. same effect with Jason and the Argonauts. That's yep, that's yeah. where it comes they look, from. They look the same. It, well, the skeletons oh, yeah, look so much tell. better. They're they're all angry and like. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that that, that that's skipping forward. We're gonna get into that in a minute, but I wanted to finish up. I wanted to talk a little bit more about this this whole like evil ash coming out scene, and then all of a sudden he's got like a whole second half of them, and then it splits, and then they're going back and forth, and the, the banter between the two of them is mm-hmm. amazing. Like when the they're talking, amazing. kind of talking shit to each other. The back and forth is great. I'm the bad ash. You're the good ash. And then he, uh, Bruce, Bruce says my favorite, he says my favorite, uh, this is the best one liner in the whole movie. I think I'm the guy with the gun. Yep. Good, bad. doesn't matter. I'm the guy with the gun. Bam. Fucking shoots him right in the face. 
Uh, then what, it, did, what did you say to him when he's burying Evil Ash? He's like, what's that on your face? He's like, hey, what's that yeah. in your face? I, I wrote that ah. down. such a good line. Ah. It's so good, dude. That's amazing. Don't forget, don't forget, and then we don't have to go back to the beginning, but one more quick one-liner for us. The classic, this is my boomstick. That's that's, that's yeah. the classic Can you one. Can it out there yeah. real quick? While we're talking about yep. The Epic. That, that's the classic. If you had to pick like three, it's this is my boomstick, yep. Hail to the King, one. and Groovy. Those are the those are like the big ones. Mm-hmm. And, and then She Bitch, obviously. Yeah. She, well, there's something in your face should be in the top five. I mean, <laughs> hey, what, what's that in your face? What's that in your face? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my flag in the ground for hey there, Mister Fancy Pants, but only because I love that fucking line. But that's just because you know it's so yeah. ridiculous. Well, hey there, Mr. Well, Fancy. Hey there, Mr. I, Fancy Pants. What it is, too, about this movie, and real quick, too, to keep on, like, let's just keep on, you know, pouring fucking gas on the fire of how much we love uh, Ash and uh, uh, Bruce Campbell. He's a handsome son of a bitch in this movie, first off. Let's just give Oh, him he's credit. super fucking hot. Nice, nice jawline. Good solid oh, jawline. Oh, yeah. Could have been a leading man in any other movie. <laughs> but on top of that, he he's, I, I wonder, and then I don't know, unless one of you guys knows, because, again, you guys are bigger fans of this movie. I, I kind of brand new fresh tape for me um how much of what he says is actually written in script and how much of it is him just ad lib because i would love to know what is what because if i mean i was screwed to tell you that one uh you, you can't you can't play that character without a little bit of it being who you really mm-hmm. are or being able to pull that out but i mean i, I would imagine some of those lines have had to have been ad libbed somewhere they well, there's no way that they were 100 percent uh so well, because uh, he helped, he helps write them. Uh, it was him and Sam. They, they, it was him, Sam, Ted. I think helped Ted write. Ramey, yeah. yeah, which by the way, Ted, Ted Raimi is in this movie a ton. Like very mm-hmm. seldom. Like he's always in the background. Yeah. A- anyway, uh, yeah, Bruce writes his own lines pretty much for the thing. So it's not only that. It's it's, it's 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 ad libbed. He did the same thing in Ash vs the Evil Dead. Also, he writes pretty much all. Of, his own stuff. So if he doesn't think it, it's not in the movie. Uh, they Sam lets him do his own thing, obviously, because uh, I think there's there's random shit that he actually came up with uh, a couple one-liners off the top of his head. I know James Rolfe mentioned that a few times, um, like whenever he talks about these movies, is uh, Bruce just kind of says whatever he wants, kind of like uh, Ad, uh, uh, Adam McKay. Whenever they do like the like the improv stuff, it's like, hey, just, just say, keep on yeah, takes. just just yeah, keep takes and then just keep going up and down. Way. Just say what yeah. say whatever the fuck is on your mind. I yeah, know like if you watch like um if you watch like uh, behind the scenes stuff or, or like gag reels from like uh, Anchorman yeah. or any of those movies, like he was just saying, Adam McKay directed movies. Mm-hmm. Adam McKay would literally go, all right, here's the scene. Will Ferrell, go ahead, give us a line. That was good. Go again. Yeah, exactly. Yep, that's exactly how it works. Literally, let them just ad lib that shit back mm-hmm. and forth, and then whatever the the most wild take is normally is what sticks. And then they, it's literally just one like one upping himself with how how much more can I make this ridiculous, or how much more of a ridiculous line can I say rather? Yep. Like th- but, uh, the big thing that I the one scene, and this is actually going to go up until another point that goes immediately after the scene we were just talking about. The whole Kleptu, Verada, Nikto, like all of that. When he forgets that, <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't just in the movie. He forgot what that last word was. That was oh, that's great. That was an actual thing. Uh, he forgot. Well, he forgot what it was. I'm glad that you brought that up, Ben, because this comes to one of my favorite moments of the entire movie, and it's it's such a 
it's funny in so many different ways because it's such like an undertone thing. So it's funny that he's forgetting a word, right? And then he's like trying to remember like, hey, we've all been there. And I love how it's kind of almost a callback when the wizard guy is like telling him the three words and he's like, say it again so you remember. Say it again. He's like, I got it. Like a cocky <laughs> asshole would think. Like, you know, we've all been there. Like, I fucking got it. Let me yeah, just it. go fight the thing so I can go home, right? But then when he's like, <laughs> he's trying to remember the three words and he goes, yeah, it's, uh, it's an N-word. Uh, definitely an N word. That see, and I was so you know, mm. I was dying because I was what I watched. I was watching it with subtitles on just because I I don't know. Sometimes it, I'll watch stuff with that just so I can make sure I'm especially movies like that where when they say like Wilson's out and I want to make sure I'm hearing it right. Mm-hmm. So I'll also read along to it and reading that like whatever you want to say, dude, made me die laughing because I'm like I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's funny no matter it's funny it's no matter what definitely it is, but an N word. <laughs> Right. Like, it's he... funny because that's that's <laughs> kind of what he's getting at, but he's like, there's so many underlying jokes there, and that's why it's amazing. Like, it's funny because he can't remember it, and then it's funny because he keeps on going. It's definitely an N word. It's definitely an N word. And I, <laughs> I thought I thought it was funny. I I thought that was funny too. Fun. And now like, and you I gotta think knowing that that he actually forgot Nick Toe, like he he forgot the word. Yeah. So you gotta think now, like, was that actually just him? Like, just being like, oh, my fucking God. Was it nickel? It's definitely an N-word. And, like, he looks right at the camera, essentially, and, like, he's like, it's definitely yeah, like, one of those. Like not, definitely wasn't remembering it. And then I love when he, to, to cover it up, he, like, says the first two, and then he's like, yeah, pretty much said it. Like, dude, that's amazing. Yeah, shit's going to hit the fan because of that. Yeah, so good. Then when he finally gets, oh, and honestly, in picking... Trying to figure out which book was the right book. We, I mean, we kind of skipped over that, but that scene was fucking awesome too. Um, that whole thing was great. Mm-hmm. When like his face gets sucked into the book and it's all long and it's all oh, oh man. Can so we good. just say turns into an Alice Cooper chin at one point? <laughs> yes. Can we just say yes. th- so? Like that that whole scene was maybe three or four minutes, probably like four or five minutes tops. The amount of special effects that Bruce had to sit through just to get that four or five fucking minutes. Because he had like what five different four or five different faces when like he keeps shaking yeah. his face and like the the chin's a new way and his eyes are all fucking different and then like the the shit with the the flying book and it has the teeth and it's going through all that like so you got to think of all the camera work that had to go into that for yeah. three or four minutes maybe of him dealing with this Necronomicon of which one's the real one holy shit it, it, that was that must have taken at least two or three weeks time. I, I, you could not convince me any other way because Bruce had to sit in, in a fucking makeup chair probably for four or five hours each day just to, just for this one shot of 20 seconds of him shaking his face quick. Practical yeah, it's very well effects are crazy like that. The amount of work mm-hmm. he goes into it, and it's just like, and like you said, um, just th- how short that scene was, and then it could have been hours and hours yep. of mm-hmm. just. That's dedication. Well, that wasn't CGI. Long, sure. It was before CGI. Oh, yeah. Because nowadays yeah. that would have been all done with CGI and it would have taken yeah. fucking. I mean, in post, it, you know, it's, it still takes them a long time, but it's easier to do that with rendering and shit now. That's all like actual prosthetics and actual makeup yep. and practical effects. And that's why that's the stuff. That's the stuff in this movie that holds up so well. Like, that's the shit that mm. will stand the test of time because practical, practicality in front of a camera will still always look good. It doesn't matter if it's a little schlocky, if it's a little weird. It's always going to look better. It's the same idea as like action movies, right? The biggest problem with action movies nowadays is they use CGI fire, <clears throat> I'm sorry, or blood, CGI blood in horror movies. It's awful. Stop it. Just make a fucking blood pack. 
Get some goddamn corn syrup, throw some red dye in there, mm. nope, throw it against hard. the wall. It looks better all day long than fake fucking CGI blood dripping down a wall. I enjoy the just... CGI blood in Midnight Meat Train because it just made it look comic booky. But I guess. Oh, well, yeah. That's, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Sometimes saying. it's terrible. Yeah, it's, I mean, look at, not to, not to bag on it, but a great example uh, is one of the reasons why the Nightmare on Elm Street remake was so, it doesn't hold up in my opinion, or what just fails miserably, is the CGI blood in MC. There's so yeah. much of it. It looks terrible. And it's that's not a, good. I would love for us to visit that, but that's unfortunate because they could have used the CGI properly to expand the Nightmare world, and mm-hmm. they, didn't, they didn't do better with that. <laughs> All right, really I quick. I watched the movie six times, so. <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting here like this for my, for the however long I've had it, I forgot the Necronomicon is right here on me. Oh, look at that. I literally forgot that the fucking Evil Dead book is on my arm this whole time. Look at that. So I'm not, I wasn't even sitting oh. here like as a thing. Uh, Odd flex, man. Uh, there we go. Ah, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he's, he's Sorry, guys. Right? Yeah, I'm booked. Hey, right there. Flex the dead. We, ju- we just got five more subs. Nice. Yep. Yeah, because I, 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 I gave the guys what they want. Mm. Oh, no, yeah. uh, so uh, and it wasn't just that too. So you got to think there's the faces. Uh, there was when they first initially open up the book when the fucking arms get all stretchy too. Which by the yeah, way, why yeah. why did the metal hand get stretchy too? <laughs> I thought that was really cool. <laughs> you know, whatever, it's, it's fine. Uh, and then it's an eye to detail though. It's, it's, that's the whole thing. It's evil, right? It's 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 supposed to be able to bend reality and kind of do things mm-hmm. to your brain that you don't think is. It, was it really? Was it his arm really being stretched, or was it in his brain and the evil getting to him and making him? Feel like he was going crazy. You Man, know, he's I, high. Joe can touch on that. <clears throat> yeah, he could have just been stoned. I mean, he could have just drank mushroom tea. They were big into that back in the medieval days. So, not going to do anything about that. But, um, so, <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. I apologize. So, this is where uh, it kind of turns into. Oh, where is it? oh, yeah, yeah. He's running away with the book and he falls on the ground. And this is where the, this is where we start seeing the Argonauts skeletons coming out of the ground. And holy shit man this is really that whole from the necronomicon scene on with the practical effects goddamn man like absolutely stellar the the effects that work that went into this movie with the arms coming out of the ground and then the skeletons grabbing them and everything else it's very very well done and you guys can talk about this scene a little bit more (laughs) but i wanted to kind of kick that in there i i want to say quick before joe probably beats me to it this time i don't know (laughs) i don't know why for some strange reason uh, watching that scene where where the skeleton arms first come out, it made me think of Pet Cemetery too. The beginning, mm-hmm. when they're uh, they're they're filming they're filming the stuff, and the guy's like, oh, I can't see for shit down here." That's exactly. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, we know how it works." Right, but that that's that, I, we brought that up last week. Where when I was when I first watched Pet Cemetery two as a kid, I was like eight or nine when that movie came out. Uh, watching that and seeing how that was done, that's literally kind of what my brain is saying. Like as a youth, you don't know how shit like that's done, and then when you see it, you're like, "Oh wow, that's." That's kind of wild. So think about how many motherfuckers had to stand underneath a plank board with dirt in their face with fake fucking skeleton hands to make these scenes happen. It's mm-hmm. it's insane, dude. It's so much work, man. It's so much work. Yep, all it's for painful work. I mean, it's it's not easy. It's long days, long setups. Things go wrong. Servos, you know, fail. But all, all for, for fucking thirty seconds of, the 30 seconds of mm-hmm. all uh, three Stooges references. That's all. That's all the scene was. I didn't uh, catch any of that. That was, that's good move. Good move on you, man. I, I think I got sucked right into how ridiculous. It, it, I was catching a lot of themes all the way up till the battles, until the battle scene, until they start coming out of the yep. grave, and it, I just got sucked into the ridiculousness and insanity. Not you know, not 
you know, I was before, but now it's just like, mm-hmm. all right, now I'm in, now we're in for it. Now we're in for the battle. Yeah. And, and then, you know, like, uh, <clears> and the, the skeleton hands come up and they're fighting, he's fighting them, they're slapping the face. And yeah, like he's when, doing he, the, uh, when he's doing all this, yeah, that, that's all, <laughs> so, every single oh bit, the second that the skeleton hands start, that's all a big uh, Three Stooges bit. They like everything that they did was all in some skits at some point. The best one being when he does this and then the two skeleton arms boop go like that. Yep. I I I don't think I've laughed so fucking hard watching a movie and in, like the the famous one where he sticks his tongue out and like they grab his fucking tongue and they start pulling oh, it so, out. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's getting he's getting stretched, burned, kicked. I mean, this, this oh probably, yeah, this poor guy. And you got to think, <laughs> it he was doing all this shit in Evil Dead too. Also, so it all takes place immediately after. It is mm-hmm. not this guy's past twenty four hours. Yeah. Yeah. No. Is that, uh, his and, is that his finest moment? No. And then also you get the introduction of the real evil evil Ash and the makeup work with that is insane to me. It, okay. He looks so it's good. Got a claw feel to it. God damn it, Joe. God damn it. Two. That's what I was going to say. I've been dying to talk about that. You son of a bitch. You stole both of us. God damn it, you stole both of our lines. Um, yeah, I've been dying to fucking say that. 100%. This is goddamn Guar all day long. And what's crazy is Guar was around back in 92, but it, yeah, I mean, they weren't like anything. They weren't I huge yet. 88, I think. Something oh. like that. 80, 87, 88. <laughs> They've been around longer than people realize, but they didn't like... Um, Scum Dogs was 90. So Scum Dogs of the wow. Universe was 1990. It's crazy. And I think... What was it? Uh... What came next? Not this toilet earth was. It was. It, that was ninety three. No, it was. It was Down this toilet earth. No, I don't. We'll have to look at this. Doesn't matter. Um, uh, America must be destroyed. I think it doesn't really matter. But either way, all these this, evil Ash looks like something that fucking Dave Rocky and the boys would have came up with in the sleep. You kind of sound like, like him a little bit too. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it had to have been. They they had to have been friends. They had to have all mm-hmm. met at one point or something because like it made so much sense. It looked yeah, just you see like Bruce Campbell being a Guafian. If you look up, if you look up, um, Evil Ash, he looks a lot like Jismac the Gusher, the the drummer, like the dog. Yeah, face the dog face. Like, that's yeah, exactly that's what I thought. Yep, yep. That's what that's what he looks like to me. But anyways, I want. I've been dying to say that he looked. It's such a Guar movie at that point. It's amazing. <laughs> a Guar character. Yeah, dude. Listen, anybody that's watching this that doesn't know Guar G W A R, holy shit, you're missing out. Go listen, watch. I mean, whenever shows come back, if we're able to do those kind of shows again, which I'm sure they will, everything's starting to open up again. But yeah. the fucking Guar shows are the like my favorite thing in the world to go see. You'll never see better camaraderie in a metal show than at a Guar show. Everybody is there for the same reason to get fucking blood soaked and like watch aliens kill fucking people. Like, uh, I've seen them kill everybody. I've seen them <laughs> kill everybody from fucking. Mike Tyson to Marilyn Manson to fucking Paris Hilton to the Pope to like and it's it's great. It's good stuff. To kill fake dummies. Yeah, it's amazing. Anyways, all right, enough of that. So uh this leads into the whole end battle scene, which is the the whole scene is worth the price of admission. It's it's fucking insane. Between the training montage where he's training them how to do like kung fu with staffs and shit, <laughs> to the actual fight scene when the deadites when the deadites show up and come in. And they're like shooting the fuck. I love the scene when they're about to shoot the exploding arrows, and he's like, like hold, like telling them to hold because they're like, I mean, come on, man, like these wicks are fucking extra long and taking forever to burn. That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll let you guys kind of talk a little bit more about it too. Because and the whole thing. We also and, get oh, we forgot um, the, the his girl gets stolen. Stop! I was just about to say that and, Sheila. Sorry, man. Yeah, they Sheila, stole yeah. Sheila. Sheila. And then and then Sheila turns into the fucking. <laughs> 
the lady the the sister the the guar lady what's what's her name i forget whatever uh yeah that that's actually another thing i thought she looked just like fucking simenstra whatever the fuck her name is and then her face gets all like like rubbery and shit like she does such a good job she's like man i it feels so good to be bad or whatever she says but i i thought that was cute um that they never really uh uh they didn't give her enough spotlight when she was a deadite and i think that was a shame because i think she was really cool i think they could have made her i think they could have made her a little more witch-like they didn't really i think they kind of went soft on it to keep her like still kind of pretty and feminine looking Mm -hmm. so there was still an attract like to kind of make you to almost like play on whatever heartstrings there would be in this movie because she's still supposed to be like the romantic you know half of whatever ash is doing and i think the whole point is to try to like like Joe was saying earlier that he's like this toxic dickhead dude that's like all about just himself and trying to get home. I think they're trying to set up like, oh, maybe there's that chance that he's gonna fall in love with the 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 wench or whatever, and and like, no. we're not gonna give that up yet. But yeah, so I mean, I think they're still trying to even play with that. What the hell does he say to her? Like she's going to attack him, and he's like, oh, you weren't that pretty before, or something like that. I can't remember. He says something. He says something like that to her. I can't remember what. The oh fuck! fuck. I, I don't remember what it is. No, it was he... something like that. I I can't remember what it was. It was, it was he said, of, uh, "I love that he hits her with it's just pillow talk." Oh come on, yes. baby! It it's just it, it was just pillow yeah, talk. Yes. <laughs> I thought you I thought you loved me. Nah, baby, it's just pillow talk. <laughs> yeah, uh, classic. yeah, that classic. They they did such a they they made the the skeletons like so fucking stupid and goofy, like they like they were dumb. It makes sense. There's you know nothing nothing really up in there. And I loved every second of it. You could tell, like, the, the people working on the movie probably had such a goddamn fun time mm-hmm. working with the puppets, like, shaking them fucking crazy, like, as they're scared, and, like, they're literally shaking to the bone and stuff like that. And, and like, they, they did, like, the the long, like, Evil Dead shot where it's following, like, the arrows and it's following yeah, the cannon. They the Dude, they, they kept movie. doing they kept that, doing and... They they changed it to to fit the the scene. They they kept changing that one Evil Dead shot uh, to fit. Which, by the way, I think that's actually them filming backwards. I think, and that's how they it made. The, that's how, and then they play it forward for us. I think that's how they do it. I don't remember. I same thing. I'll always James Rolfe. If you're watching this, which obviously he's not, but I, lo- <laughs> I love you, baby. I'll send it to him. You never know. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to him right now. No, it uh, James Rolfe. Please fucking hit me up in the in the DMs and tell me how they did it. But yeah, no, uh, they they kept calling back to that one shot and I really liked that. Uh, and then the entire skeleton army, such a fun thing. They did a they did a really good job with like the Jason and the Argonauts comparison and like the the stop motion during some some uh, points. It was it was awesome. The score behind it too is really good. Yeah. To, to really set up the like this is this is serious we have a lot of goofy stuff now which you know poking ash's eyeballs out but you know five minutes later they're they changed the tone very quick and they they, they did a good job with that too what yeah, about the it, final uh oh, go ahead joe no oh, I was, and i was gonna go with you on that um because well one i wanted to say this after rewatching it this morning to get my notes on game of thrones eat your heart out <laughs> the, hey, i love the i love the white uh walker battle but I don't know, man. I'll go with Army of Darkness any day. On that. Well, yeah, there, there's not enough Bruce. I, I there's not Bruce Campbell in it. <laughs> I think I might agree with you on that. So the, the, um, the whole dead skeleton th- fucking army scene was yeah. It's it's the price of admission, dude. It, it's worth the price of admission all day and, long. And that goes with like they still kept the goofiness in there, but there was that yeah. tone again. We're back to the medieval tone. You, the stakes are high. 
and yeah. I don't know if that's a pun intended. Um, and uh, and it's a really they're really well done battle scenes. Uh, yeah. For for a indie horror movie that gets a budget and it still stays within that ridiculous indie horror movie that you you got fight scenes again. You had kung fu demons and now you got sword fighting skeletons and and I mean even with uh, Ash versus Evil Ash was that a double sword fight. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Yeah, All and right. that, that's another thing, which yeah. before I, I jump too far ahead, you got to mention the car. You have to mention oh, we, that, we, they, mention that they touched up the car. When did they have time you know, to do that? I, I love that they kept that the secret, and then Ash is like, oh, I'll be right back, and he goes down, and he fucking comes out in the in the wind turbine car, and, like, I loved the shot that the second they reveal it, all the skeletons turn around, ah, and, like, they open their mouth. To show that they're surprised. I, yeah. I thought that shit was so awesome. And, like, you could tell, it, it like, in production, the car is moving so fucking slow. But they were speeding it up to make it, you know, look like he's driving really fast. Yeah. And whenever he would run over the skeletons, man, that shit was so entertaining to me. And it's like yeah. he's, hitting the, he's hitting with the blades. And yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he, and he's... Hey, you know what's cool? I noticed, too, um, because you got evil Ash, so you got this ultra evil version with the same satire and personality as as good ash and then i i i noticed all the skeletons kind of had the same thing they had the same type of personality that this like goofy wit to them and like you know like they'll see these crazy ass one lines when they get killed or they're fighting and and they, they even they even kind of talk like you know the, the flute with the bones is ridiculous i mean that was so oh and they have beards and they have the bagpipes and they have fucking like <laughs> legit red beards <laughs> that's where just like wait this doesn't make sense but what the hell i'm going for it yeah <laughs> yep. so it almost like it took on like his personality kind of the whole yes army. like he's just fighting himself which, mm-hmm. you know that that's there you go i just went deep there like, he's and fighting himself Ooh. that's no, actually that's, that's a good that's call point. well <laughs> my thing too is and I, i've seen a lot of people hate on this movie for pretty much for this last like 20 minutes alone you guys not like you guys whoever hates this movie dude you, you gotta suspend your disbelief to shit like this you it's goofy it's a goofy fucking ride it's not meant to be taken seriously it they they had fun and it's a fun movie it's not mm-hmm. meant to yeah. be anything fucking scary or spooky no it right. it's fun it, that's the best way that's what that's what always drew me in it, it doesn't fucking need to be not everything needs to be no. like terrifying and jump scares and yeah. fucking gore and horror and like mm-hmm. sometimes you just need just like a just like uh popcorn movies like popcorn action movies look man you might not like all the marvel stuff i'm going to use that as a reference point because that that's kind of like hit or miss with some people but like shut your fucking brain off for five minutes and just slam mm-hmm. popcorn in your mouth and go oh big explosions oh that's how i feel about godzilla and king kong it. it was escapism yeah, for me that, exactly. that was, was perfect i didn't oh, expect I, it again uh, uh, we're a real quick plug on my other show that I uh, I'm, a, I'm a part of, Three Dudes and Cobras podcast. You can catch us out on uh, Spotify and a couple other things, which we're gonna do plugs in a, while, a little while. But I had to defend that movie on that show last week. Oh, great! Because Can't wait to hear that. the other two, yeah, the other two fellows, I asked them about. It. I was like, "Oh, what do you guys think?" And I'm not gonna give any spoilers away. But uh, after after a couple glasses of whiskey or a bottle or two, the other fellows, we we all kind of went at it. And I'm like, "You just gotta fucking." Turn your brain off. Turn your brain like, off. Yeah, I don't like CGI either, but like, if you're going to watch two big stupid monsters fight, like, just watch two big stupid monsters fight, and that's the whole yep. point. That's where CGI is beautiful, because... Oh, can, sorry, look. Yeah, uh, like that, mech- that, mech- that, that's another yeah. tattoo spoiler for you. Spoiler alert. Uh, that's spoiler not a spoiler alert. alert. That's not... I was just saying I, how much I really like just, uh, Mechagodzilla. Your Twitch muscles, man, just keep growing over there. Whoa! Oh. I, like, I like how we did the classic... 
I like how he did the classic, like, he had to, like, push it up with his finger. Oh, of course I did. What the hell? Uh, look at that. You see that? He didn't oh. actually have this. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, it goes down like this. Like a fucking turkey gobble. Yeah, no. Uh, speaking of which, this is this will be my only chance to really get to talk about this. In the comic books, uh, this is true, and I have it. I gotta dig it up. There is an army of darkness versus Marvel zombies. And uh, yes, yes yeah. Bruce Campbell actually helped with it too. And they made it canon. So Ash Williams is technically in Marvel Comics, which means uh, Sam Raimi, he's making the new Doctor Strange movie that's about multiverses. Make Army of Darkness happen. Oh my God. Make it oh, canon. Cool. I didn't even Make it canon to the MCU, boys. That'd be cool. Anyway, that'd be interesting to see what they uh, do. That, that, you, know, you know, Ash will pop up somewhere. Well, they Bruce is in every Sam Raimi movie. He he'll always do it. Uh, so he already said. I think he already said that. Yeah, he's definitely in in some capacity. It, if we hear that chainsaw revving and we hear somebody say groovy, <laughs> don't don't be fucking. I, I'm the one that said it. Yeah, I'm the one that called it. All no, right, so uh, the the battle oh, scene right, was so all so awesome. So here's here's what I'll do. I'm, I am going to switch the gears a little bit because to. The, the very end of this movie, the very end of this movie, is we got to talk about something that's not, like, you got to have bads with the movies too, right? So we've already kind of brought up a couple, like, ah, not everything held up and, you know, blah, blah, blah. For me, I'm just going to jump ship or jump ahead a little bit and just say, to be honest with you, if, if when you say, like, oh, what's bad about the movie, right? Um, obviously, it's a schlocky fucking over overgrown comedy film that kind of like not overgrown but uh over overproduced and over exaggerated thank you very much that's perfect over exaggerated movie right with the scenes and everything else and you got to turn your brain off and just kind of enjoy it which is amazing and i'm a big proponent of that and we'll we'll stand by that all day long and i I love it and i'll I'll always put my flag in the ground to uh defend things like that but uh this movie i feel like i almost kind of feel like uh, like the end just fell short for me. Like when he ends up, I, I don't even remember. Like all of a sudden, I, I didn't. I must have blinked or something and looked down when I was typing some notes, because all of a sudden, he's just back at Smart, which hey, whatever. And he's telling a story, and then all of a sudden you see Ted Raimi again, and like uh, that <laughs> yeah, chick that's that there, whatever. He's like talking funny. to her, and then all of a sudden, like the the fucking like the witch shows back up, and, and like it wasn't a bad scene, but it it felt like such a departure from what we just saw. Even though it's the yeah. same thing, it kind of just like I'm not saying that I wanted him to like day in the medieval times or whatever it it fits the character it fits the narrative that he decided that he still wanted to go home or whatever like that's awesome right good for him but like i just feel like it was it felt like and it kind of does feel like two different movies but it just it felt out of place and it kind of just like almost like ended you know it didn't really i don't, I don't know how to explain it it just it left me it kind of left me like eh. you know even though it wasn't a bad ending to the movie and it fits and everything else and i'm not saying it's terrible I, maybe i'm nitpicking for the sake of trying to find something bad in the movie because how do you something this ridiculous what are you gonna say bad about it like mm-hmm. the people that are gonna say this movie is bad are the people that don't get like the stickiness of it you know what i mean like yeah. the the ridiculousness so like fuck you and your opinion on that one but <laughs> you know if, if you're gonna talk about like say for something that you fall in love with again first take <clears throat> for me i've never seen this movie all the way through first time i've ever watched it all the way through was last night so you know from my take it, it was just kind of weird like it wasn't a bad ending but i just feel like it was almost unnecessary like this movie 
even if even if like they they did like a I mean I don't know what I would have rather have I, I don't know yeah. it just it left me wanting more or something I don't know it just felt like it was rushed then all of a sudden the movie just stopped like all right cool he gets back to Esmart oh cool he's the one cool thing about the the final scene was all of a sudden now he's got like an old West uh um barrel uh Jesus Christ uh single barrel single barrel you know the gun he's like the hunting like, rifle any any the, the thing that that Terminator well, uses in Terminator Two. Dude, he shot that thing. Yeah, I counted like thirty something times, and just totally yeah. fine. Uh, and that's that's when well, well, that's when he's got to let go. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I know. I, I'm just saying that. But even the fucking the double barrel shotgun that he just keeps on shooting, like that was. I mean, he reloaded crazy, a couple but, times. <laughs> yeah, you see him reload it once, but he would the amount of shots he's shooting, he would literally have to be re- no. reloading it. It was constantly. There's there's another thing too. I had a really bad Mandela effect with this ending. Uh, and I, there's a lot I can say. This is gonna start. I, I won't rant Mandela too. Mandela effect. That's gonna be interesting. So Ooh. I thought in my head when uh when the witch goes, I'll swallow your soul, and I thought it zooms in on his face, and he you says, "Thought she said your mother sucks cocks in hell." No, okay. yeah, that that was it. And then he was like, "Swallow <laughs> this," and he fucking. <laughs> no, I I thought he said shit. I shit cross with exorcist. Yeah, I did, yeah that would be cool. Up. Oh, I, I wish they'd do that. Well, no, I, I thought he said swallow this. I and then I was like, he's Maybe. I'm like, nope, he's gonna say it. He's he's gonna say swallow this. And he goes, Oh, come so get some. Too, right the end of yeah, too. and I thought they, they did a callback. And I I know he says in Evil Dead too, obviously. But I thought he right. said it in at the end of this also. I can see that. No. And I I was like, I'm getting ready for it. And he says, Come get some. And I'm like, okay, then he's gonna kill her and he's gonna say, Swallow this never happens instead i i totally forgot the scene where she just jumps off a trampoline and like she's fucking again doing <laughs> kung fu moves and been 10 times ridiculous in the entire oh, movie in the, itself, it's it's 10 yeah. times more ridiculous than the fucking dead eye scene with the in the pit it's so much more ridiculous than the entire battle because she's <laughs> jumping fucking haphazardly everywhere and i loved every second of it and he's going so slow on this cart shooting the terminator gun bam 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 bam, bam and like i i loved every second of that last thing so to to what Ed said, this is where I'll, I'll I'll say in case people out there don't know, there was two endings of this movie. Uh, and I'm I, I, I was waiting for you to get into this. Th- I so this is stuff I have to talk about. I have to get it off my chest. I'm selfish. This is actually the reason why I uh, I want to pick this movie. It gives me this platform to vent and rant because this is my favorite, probably my favorite horror franchise ever, and it, it's just such a fucking travesty what happened so anyway uh in the european cuts of the movie there's a different ending we didn't get the smart ending he he drinks the potion he he's supposed to say the words uh club to verada nikto and again the whole point is that he didn't say it correctly and again he doesn't say it right in the english version either and hence why the witch comes back but he actually sleeps too long in uh in the european cut so he never wakes up back in smart he wakes up in a post-apocalyptic universe and he has like a big beard and fucking long hair and he's like looking all around he's like i didn't wake up in time and like everything's all fucking the world's ended it's very planet of the apes by the way I want to yes to. which by the way they reference planet of the apes too in uh in this movie also uh right. yeah when uh he he yep he goes damn you and he fucking slams the 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 castle wall he actually did that as a as a thing for planet of the apes anyway uh they 
fucking poll in Army of Darkness European ending at the end of Ash vs. the Evil Dead. God damn it. I'm going to spoil the show. I'm sorry. It's been out forever. You should have watched it. I'm going to fucking flip because the show ends. The show, the, the, the season three ends with him being blown up. He falls asleep like a goddamn idiot. He wakes up too late again. Wait, Ash is an idiot? No. Yeah. No. So he gets woken up too late and the world is ended again he drives out and he goes groovy and he drives out post-apocalyptic it literally just looks like mad max he's got this badass leather jacket and he drives out and it looks all it looks all shitty he has long hair he has the beard just like at the end of army of darkness and then guess what stars bam cancels the move uh cancels the show it's fucking done they were supposed to do a season four basically to correct it and they said fuck it and then bruce campbell being the bitter guy which i i don't blame him because that sucks he just said now nah, i'm never playing ash again in live action not doing it ever again and it sucks because now we'll never get we'll never really get the true ending to ash vs the evil dead which sucks because that's another thing that's one of my favorite shows of all time but they pulled the fucking army of darkness again on us with a really stupid ending that didn't make any sense you know i wonder if they were trying to and of course, maybe Evil Dead Four. Not Evil Dead Four. Jeepers Crow. Uh, even the next season would have explained it a little better. Maybe they'll try to. You know, Evil Dead does evolve alternate timelines yeah. and, t- mm-hmm. and different times. If they were connecting that ending or trying to connect the ending with how it ended, the alternate ending happened with Army of Darkness. Maybe they're providing different. Like, Th- that's what I was hoping things. for. I mean, even even the ending of the first season kind of had that way because you know, it's almost like this repetitive thing where he keeps screwing up, and every time he screws up it alters things and maybe he altered things to begin that's why we get all this crazy shit keep happening and that plays shit <laughs> because it literally it's all because he's an idiot and it actually plays up into uh evil dead the remake they literally mentioned that so evil dead the remake it's not technically a remake it's it's, it's, a, a, it's a it's a sequel it's a it's, it's a, a sequel time. it's a sequel it's to evil world yeah Be- it's an it's alternate world it. that the necronomicon makes because ash yeah. is never in the movie Except at the very end when he looks at the camera and goes, Groovy. Love that. <laughs> asshole. Well, you know, and that, goes with, and that goes with um, what Ed was saying, too. Like, w- the whole scene where the Ash is, like, battling the three books. And he's, like, you know, it's it's alternating uh, space and time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, whatever they did on purpose or didn't, or they did a little bit and they didn't hear, you, that's what's great about these, these this franchise. You can really go fun with the, with the fan theories. You can really fill the yep. plot holes yourself. Mm-hmm. Um. Right. Um, so like, you know, I'm with Ed on that where, where we talk about things that are bad about the movie or even the, the franchise, you can just let go and still enjoy it. And it's so hard to yeah. really complain yeah. about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Know. That that's me. Yeah, there, there are listen, there are definitely plot holes, you know, here and there or whatever, but you don't really a movie like this, you're not expected to hold it to the fucking like stellar story right now. Oh no. You're watching it because you just want to turn your brain off and have fun with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of movies like this, and that's the beauty of horror movies really in in, in general. Yeah. I, um, I gotta ask Ben a quick question. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. So go, go, go. Do, no, no, you're good, man. Please How do. do you feel? You feel better, Ben, getting that out of you? <laughs> oh, you... I, until until it reaches stars and until I get to hear... I, I I get to hear from Brucey Boy tell me, hey, this is this is what we were gonna do with the uh, with the ending, then then I'll never be happy. That That's actually what causes my depression. <laughs> I, I wake up every day, I'm like, oh, God. He's the gonna mo- die a bitter death. The, the movie's... Gonna- <laughs> That's gonna be engraved on my tombstone. It's gonna be very bitter. We, we never got I mean, Ash vs. the Evil Dead season four. That's gonna say it. I just let it happen. 
No, uh, now, here's a excuse me, quick question. Yeah. Not to cut you off about the Ash versus Evil Dead. No, no, that I'm that. nope. Yeah. That's all good. <laughs> now so, I'm done. Now we we got we got into some bad. Uh, obviously, we love the movie. Here's a quick question because there's there's callbacks to a lot of things, right? Or not callbacks. What is it? Uh, like nods to things in this movie that this movie takes from, right? Like things that Ash will say or do, or you know, um. Spoiler, spoiler alert for people. If you haven't watched uh, Creep Show, the the show on Shutter, uh, the new season's out. I haven't watched anything past the first episode yet because I haven't had time. Yeah, same. But the first episode of season. Oh no! Did you break again? Uh Oh shit! Now he's about to turn into a deadite. Well, sorry, man. I feel bad. I think you. I think he was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> yep. Nope. And he's out. Guys, yep, he, I. Uh... I, I think I you're right. He's a deadite. Yeah, show's done. And he's gonna come back. That should be a that should be a segment that we do with Ed. Just keep and it keeps coming back as something different. I think what Ed was going to say just to fill that dead guys. space. Oh, there we go. I lost you guys for a second. Yep. Oh, you uh, know. Sorry, I had to cut off. <clears throat> yeah, it, it actually I think I I got a better connection now. Anyway, so it, it's been glitching my whole time on my end. I got to figure that something out. But what I was saying is is the second story in um, Creep Show. Is a callback. Uh, it's about the Necronomicon, and Ted Raimi is in it, and oh, so uh, it's it's fucking phenomenal. And it made me excited to watch this with you guys because of that. And it, it's like I got all the the callbacks and the draws and everything from that. Um, but it's just it's so it's such a good first episode in general. The first story in that one I like personally a little bit better. But um, that the second one about like the 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 cable show in like the seventies or whatever it is, and like they have the guy that's almost like painting with with uh, Bob Ross and mm-hmm. like it's it's so fucking good. Man. He was like the next it's version of amazing, Ash. It was great. Really well done throwback to or nod to him. Yeah. 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 I agree, man. It was awesome. And, and but it I, brought it brought back that shutting shutting your brain off and enjoying the ridiculousness yes. of it. Yes. And I want to I want everybody the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I, if you haven't if you didn't even know about the Creep Show show, go check it out. It's the first season was great also. Mm-hmm. I get you know, some people don't understand the cheese factor of it. And I think just like this movie, people don't, the same people who love uh, these movies, Ar- Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, all that stuff, are going to love the creep show, show because it's the same like cheesy stories and, and gimmicks and, you know, effects and things. And then this new season so far, I mean, I only watched the first episode, but it's fucking phenomenal. So go check that out. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But it, it gives a really big nod to, you know, Army of Darkness and Evil Dead. So. Um, I wanted to just kind of throw that out there as like the one thing I could really say about TV shows when it comes to this stuff. Well, that's a good, um, I think it's a good turn. I think it's a good full circle thing. Yeah, just you know, little little shout out recommendation uh, from the from the three of us. <clears throat> Go check it out. Shutter shit, man. I think it's like four dollars a month or something. Is worth. Yeah, it, it's so more. it's 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 really worth it's it. It's So worth it. Or if you have uh, <clears throat> Amazon Prime, what I do instead of just having Shutter, I get uh, AMC Plus. So not only do I get all the AMC stuff, like if I ever wanted to go back and watch Walking Dead or any of that stuff. All right, Fancy um, Pants. Also, yeah, Mr. Hey, fancy it's Pants. Only, it's, set, it's like seven bucks a month. It's an extra two bucks a month for <laughs> like all of AMC, plus a bunch of movies, plus you get Shutter. So, yeah, this is bullshit. I had, to give, I had to give Universal four whole dollars to watch this movie last night. I had to rent, I had to rent this yeah, movie. Too. I Wait, rented it. both pay for it? I don't know. I just used my Voodoo account and just rented it. I use Voodoo. Voodoo. I, used, uh, I like Voodoo. I used prime which you use my prime but yeah no i i don't i don't remember that and then the last thing so like to connect uh we are getting in evil dead 2 we are getting a remake uh unfortunately we have we have confirmation that the old 
Groovy King himself is not in it. Makes sense though, because I think it's it mainly ties into the fact that he is still bitter uh, about the fact that the show got canceled. Re, uh, but on the on the plus side, he never said anything about not voicing characters uh, like Ash, which they're making a game, uh, Evil Dead the game, which actually ties into the continuity of army of darkness in the in the original two movies so that's going to continue the plot of that and my hot take is that he's going to be in injustice three uh the the superhero fighting game that's my hot take for you boys oh that's cool yep i think he's gonna be a perfect fit but anyway so you get to see ash williams kick the shit out of superman there you go we get to play as him Kicking the shit out of Superman if, if you. If I'm kind of uh-huh. surprised he hasn't been a Mortal Kombat character yet. I mean, considering they've had. Oh, that that'll that'll start a whole rant from me uh, because there's a lot to it. Uh, I thought he was. He was supposed to be, uh, and then fucking nerds uh, data mined the game for Mortal Kombat 11. Saw that Ash Williams, Evil Dead, Sam Raimi, all of those three names are are there listed in the credits. Ed Boon, the uh, the director behind Mortal Kombat, said, "Well, because you guys spoiled that." He's out and took Ash Williams away from everybody. And then they oh had boy. to they had to tie in because Bruce already recorded lines and we've heard them. He he had to go back and say, I didn't say anything. I didn't record anything. And then Oof. had had to say a bunch of stuff to the news press. So in my head, I think he uh Ed Boone, the director, contacted Sam Raimi and said, Hey, let me take Ash Williams and put him in Injustice Three. That's all. Nerd rent done. Uh, he's, uh, you get to play as him in uh, Dead by Daylight, so that's really cool. Yes, which, by the way, I, awesome. I do that too. And you get the little puppet hand from Ash vs. the Evil Dead. <laughs> have I got? No, have I proved to you guys that I'm a super fan yet? Or well, ha- have I proved a nerd, it? Which is good. Nothing wrong with being a nerd. We're all nerds here, right? That's mm-hmm. the whole point. So we're, we're all going to have our moments with certain movies to be able to like fanboy over. <laughs> which, cut, let's, uh, let's, let's do... Some kind of a rating. We're gonna do out of a ten scale like we did last time. What would what do you say? Uh, one out of ten groovies. Do you want to do? I like I like groovies. Do you want to do final thoughts right. beforehand? Before like uh, like yeah. like say final thoughts and then give the rating. Yeah, like I think that's how we did it last time, right? So, um, yeah. uh, Joe, go ahead. Final thoughts and whatever. Um, you, how many groovies you give this? I'm one? gonna go with what we're saying earlier. Yeah, sure. There's some things you can nit- nitpick at it and like and um like what what you love about it, you can hate at the same time because of like some some other special effects don't hold up even though practical effects are great in some areas you could you could see like you, you could tell like you know you can you can you can see the magician doing his trick at some point she's like all right that that looks a little too too cheesy or fake but again mm-hmm. you're going for the ride um i don't know it's it's hard it's it's hard to really it's really it's like it, it's really hard to, you know, the, the shooting, of course. I mean, the shooting with the gun, the bullets are silly. There's a lot of silly shit that's just, like, in the plot holes or whatever that we already talked about. So, again, turn your brain off. Go for the ride. So, and because of that, I'm just going to give it eight groovies out of ten. I like that. Because, you know, it was going to be seven. And then when I was rewatching again this this morning, I was like, I was chuckling along with it. So I almost rewatched the whole entire thing. I'm like, no, I can't do that. I'm going to be recording it a little bit. You better record, yeah. And, like, and so it's like... uh so I said, I'm gonna give it an eight because because no no matter how imperfect it is it's its charm is is imperfectness and um yeah. I can't I don't want to start complaining about the bad things it just seems like you just you just complain for complaining's sake mm-hmm. so I right. I enjoy it's a fun movie I I love all the other ones better because it's just more more of the horror elements I think yeah, Evil yeah. Uh, Ash versus Evil Dead is actually 
takes what we love about Army of Darkness and adds more of the Evil Dead to it. So it's still that hulkiness, but there's some really creepy shit in that. And I think the show is ten times better than the movie, um, in my opinion. So I, I gotta give it a watch. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's but that's where I stand at Army Army of Darkness, and um, I will be rewatching it more often because I've only seen it like twice, maybe three times in my entire life. So, oh wow. Um, okay. Yep. Good, Ben. Uh, well, I'll give mine first because you're the fucking. This is this is. Yeah, your, we're gonna let him. We're gonna let him go crazy. Craig, Craig. Um, I, I I really truly did enjoy the movie for what it is. I enjoyed it for the uh, the ability to be able to turn your brain off and just mm-hmm. watch, and just not have to think about things. And I, I'm gonna watch it again probably today. I mean, it's a fucking hour long. It's so it's such a fast watch. I need to watch it again without having to take notes to it, so I can really catch. I think I missed a couple little tiny things because the movie moves so fast. Um, being that I am like the poster child for ADD, like if you look it up, it's pretty much me in a in the dictionary. Um, I'm like a kitten with a ball of yarn, you know. I just keep on going. Um, I I really did uh, enjoy the movie for what it is. It was a lot of fun. Um, I loved the ridiculous effects. I'm a huge practical effects person. Which, <laughs> if you follow along this show with what we review in general, you're probably going to catch on. And that's a big thing for me. Um, I'm always going to point those out. They they just they make movies feel like movies to me. And this felt like a movie, right? Um, you know, like it should, like the way a movie should feel, in my opinion, from like the 90s, you know? Um, I, I'm probably going to go with seven and a half groovies out of 10, only because I think I need to rewatch it. And I, I, the end is still weird. To, I don't know what about the end made me feel weird, but it did. Yeah. Um, it, it's not bad. It's not a bad, it's a great movie. Seven and a half, you know, all day long. I put I put the you know the bonded by horror stamp on it. Um, I just uh, something about the end just I don't know it didn't sit right with me. So it is what it is. But other than that, fucking great time. Watch it. Show it to people because they're gonna go. I it, this is insane. This is madness. Like in a movie, it just is it, nuts. Um, mm-hmm. We'll uh, we're gonna give Ben the ball for a minute, and then uh, we're gonna give our our what we're gonna do next week and uh, give some plugs. Go ahead, Ben. I hate this movie. Zero out of ten in this movie. Obviously. No. No, no, no. This movie sucks. Zero out of ten. Don't watch it. No. Uh this is No groovies. Yeah, zero groovies. This is the worst. No, it's not groovy at all. It's a masterpiece. Uh of in my opinion. It's not Alright, so if you had to fucking gun to my head and if I had to pick between Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness, I will pick Army of Darkness every single time. Literally every single time. I know that sounds crazy. Uh, I adore this movie in every single way. <laughs> this shit, is, th- this is my humor. This is what I adore with movies. This is what I adore when I try to go to see the things I want to see. I adore Bruce Campbell. He has a great jawline. He has great hair. He has got a great body. Uh, I, I think, I think, e- I think Evil Ash is one of the coolest bad guys in all of movies because it's not only just the representation of Ash polarized. But, you know, he also looks like a Guar character, and I really like that, too. Uh, I I remember, I vividly, I remember seeing this movie. Uh, I was with my, I was with my dad. He's a super cool guy. Uh, I was at, you, you, obviously, Ed, you know, you know, Andy, when at his house, and he had a VHS tape of Army of Darkness. That is the very first time I saw this movie. I remember never fucking leaving the screen even i was probably like six or seven uh six or seven yeah i i remember being so captivated by every single thing of it the skeletons the fucking evil ash everything about it i loved it i i adore this movie i adore the one-liners i 
just I can't talk about this movie enough. It genuinely gets me going. It's not my favorite horror movie because that goes to Freddy vs. Jason, boys. That's the best horror movie ever created. Uh, don't at me. And um, That's a conversation for a different day. Oh, you, you think I'm excited with this movie? Oh, boy. I'll wait until we do that. You guys are in for a treat. Uh, and that actually, a, week, a few and, weeks, I'll give you a little breather. Oh, no. And then I'll get to talk about Ash versus Freddy versus fucking, Jason. Well, well, oh, that's why. There it is. Yes! That's the and, for that. I just realized it because it was supposed to be in that, too. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I get it. If I couldn't have made it obvious enough, this will be my first ever fucking 10 out of 10 groovies, boys. Uh, I, I, it's, I, I can't think of a bad thing to say about it. Even when I went back. If you rewind it and you're like, wait, didn't you complain about the, the blue screen effect? Shut up. It adds to the charm, you jerks. You fucking she bitches. I agree. I, I, th- I think it's I part of charm, I think so. it's part of the yeah. No, I'm, sa- yeah, I'm not saying for you. I'm saying if people go back and say, like, well, actually, uh, yeah, he long, complained. Long, long. Well, and, actually. and then I, I'd go in the comments and call you a she bitch because that's what you are. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's fucking tremendous. This is what, this is what goofy uh, horror comedy should be. And there's not a ton out there. There's there's like mainstream ones. There's like Tucker versus Evil. There's uh, Bride and Seed of Chucky. In my opinion, they're both comedies. Uh, I mean, Leprechaun in the Hood. Leprechaun. Oh my, that's another one for another day. Uh, there there's a lot. Uh, but I think Army of Darkness really started that that trend for me. And uh, there Those needs the cynical ones, yeah. Yeah, there needs to be more like it. Sam Raimi is a goddamn god of filmmaking, and. Uh, I would do dirty things to him. And uh, dark, everyone should also watch Dark Man. Everyone should also watch Dark Man. Another classic. Yeah, that's a good one. Shout out fucking, give me the pink elephant. Uh, but that's it. Uh, 10 out of yeah. 10 groovies, boys. I fucking adore it. Is that it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad we <laughs> <laughs> So. So. We got it. All right, cool. So there we go. So here we go. So uh, that's our take on uh, Army of Darkness. Hopefully, everybody enjoyed that. This is uh, again uh, a fun thing uh, for us to talk about these movies. Is uh, when we when we decided to start doing the show, we don't really have anything set in stone as far as like what we're going to review and when. Uh, we're still learning all that stuff, and we're still even learning on how we're going to talk about them. So hopefully, everybody enjoyed this. Hopefully, everybody enjoys uh, the last one. Go back and check that out. We're going to start getting them up in places which we're going to talk about in a little while. Um, I think we're going to get them on uh, audio versions in a couple streaming platforms. And mm-hmm. I think we'll figure out a way to get it to be able to rewatch it on like YouTube <laughs> or something. We'll, we'll talk about that soon too. Uh, we should be, ha- we should be able to have both options. It makes sense nowadays. Um, the next episode is going to be next week. If you, uh, I think we're going to do it on Friday night. If you guys are, if you guys are both down for that. I think Friday is going to be, yeah, I think Friday will work. Yep. We're, <clears throat> we'll, uh, we're, 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 we're we're peeling back the curtain, but as long as everybody's cool with that, I mean, I again, I, I'm I'm free after 8:30 p.m., which I think will be better anyways, because we talked about doing these at uh, nighttime when people can have a couple cocktails with us or a beer or two, whatever, and That's watch along with us. And I agree. Um, <laughs> what we're gonna do next week for the third episode, uh, it's gonna be nighttime a live stream uh, on Friday evening. We're gonna put up the time in advance. Probably, I'm thinking we're gonna shoot for like nine o'clock to start the show, uh, only because that gives us a little bit of time when I get out of work and stuff. So. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. 8.45, 9 o'clock, somewhere in the, around there. So uh, start. So put that on your calendar next Friday, which is, I don't even know what the date is. What's that? The 20-something? Anybody have a calendar on them real quick? Uh, it's the 23rd. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the twenty third. And, and then the twenty third. Uh, what what and, is the uh? What are we doing? What, do you want to have Joe say because he's the one that, that got to yeah, pick? Joe, Joe's the one who uh who who gave us this idea. So Joe, you announce what we're going to be doing next Friday. I think it's so, going to be a big one. I'll go more into it next week, but like uh, we're doing a little, uh, we have a little fun with the, one of my favorite topics when I wrote for a couple of magazines, <clears throat> uh, original versus remakes. Yeah. And the movie, <laughs> the movie we're gonna pick is Amityville Horror, the original 1978, 1979 original. I don't remember the yep. year and the 2005 remake. Ryan uh, Reynolds. With, with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so. That's gonna be fun because I have some yeah. I have a love hate relationship with the first movie, um, and we have some fandom of the remake too. But we'll get into that. It's, yeah. gonna, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be it's gonna so, be a nice mashup. We're gonna kind of tear apart both movies and kind of go like we gotta pull out some stuff that we like and some stuff that yep. It's easy to talk about the rant. I'll like go on my like rant. Too. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm honestly I'm, I'm anticipating. I'm so reserved because... on these fucking things. <laughs> You're not yeah, gonna for, be on Friday. Yeah, for for you me know? it's for me it's easy to do uh, rants like this. So I'm excited to see what you got to say about it. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. I think it's going to be a fun one. I think people are really going to enjoy it. And again, it's at a time um, when it's going to be a little bit more accessible for people to be able to tune in. Yeah, uh, late night, wise. everybody drinks. And... Yeah. Yep. And w- what's cool is we're going to we're gonna try out different things. This is a brand new thing still for us and for all mm-hmm. you guys watching. So uh, join us next week. And uh, if this is if you're watching this in the future, go back and check, the, uh, check out the third episode whenever that one's available live. So go check that out. So again, we're going to be doing a... Um, a breakdown of uh, remake versus original. So, until then, stay bloody, you fools. Uh, I'm Eddie Vegas. Oh, we got to uh, fit the plugs. Yeah, where, where oh, can we oh, find yeah. you guys who are before we yeah. end? I forget. I'm not, yeah. I'm not of a pro no, yet. it's All okay. Right, so, it's uh, okay. Where can we find you? Uh, Eddie Vegas <laughs> uh, on Instagram. I'm Eddie underscore Vegas there. And I, uh, Twitter, I don't really use, so don't worry about that. But, uh, Instagram. Also, I run the uh, the Bonded by Horror Instagram page for us. Uh, so go follow that, please. It'd be great if everybody could give that a like and uh, see what we're <clears> doing. <throat> we're going to post everything up there. Um, I also am able, uh, I'm available to be listened to if you like listening to my big, sexy, buttery voice. Uh, on, uh, the Three Dudes and Cold Brews podcast, which I'm also a host of. That's a ridiculous show. We've talked about that before. We're out of uh, uh, timeout. Uh, we, we got past our two week, uh, two week. You're out of the nice boy clock. We're, 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 yeah, we're we're out of the nice boy. We we're uh, we are part of the nice boy clock for a couple of weeks because we got a we got we got in trouble a little bit. So is what it is. But go check it out. <laughs> we're going to be probably doing more regular shows where they're just us sitting around drinking, talking about movies and bullshit like this too. So it's it's vastly different than this, but it's also a good time. And both these fellows have been on episodes before, so mm-hmm. uh, go check that out. And uh, you can find me wrestling too. I, I um, uh, Eddie Vegas. Uh, Rhode Island. Just look up Rhode Island and YouTube and you'll find me all over the place. But yeah, outside of that, go ahead, you guys. All right. So you find me on as my writer name, JC Walsh. You'll find me uh, on JC Walsh 81. That's Instagram, Twitter, JC Horror Writer, Facebook, JC Walsh Author. I'm also on WordPress, which is, oh no, jcwriter.wordpress.com. I don't have much going on right there. I, I, at the moment, I'm trying to get better <laughs> at putting more content, same thing. Go and get a newsletter working soon. Um, also on Amazon, just type in JC Walsh. You'll see my two titles, Death Highway and Within the Abyss. Uh, I got some cool shit coming up. Um, also in May, I want to announce soon. Probably next week, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I also have a little, you know, 
because I'm a maniac, I talk a little bit horror with uh, author Amon Rosamilia on his YouTube page, so go check that out. And I think that's it. I think that's all I got to say right now. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in. All right, and, and for me, boys, uh, if you're watching live right now, then I don't really have to say it, but you can find me on Twitch, ScroogeChamp, twitch.tv slash ScroogeChamp. Uh, Instagram, same handle. Twitter, same handle. Same thing. I don't really use Twitter at all. I will be – I'm going to be doing – not very weekly, but I'm going to be on a, com a good old comic book podcast very soon. We're going to be talking about uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe shows, uh, so that's going to be fun. That's going to be a treat. Uh, more to come on that soon. Uh, but besides that, no, man, I'm got, we're all, we're all busy boys. And I like that. We're all very active, man. Hell yeah, man. Keep our, keep yeah, our brains going. Busy. We got, thing is too much content. us three have big, big beefy brains and we gotta, we gotta flex them all in, in some way. Well, I'm, <laughs> my, my, mine's fleeting. I can, I can assure you that. So, but we're, we're working on it though. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, last, last minor little plug, uh, me and young Benjamin over here, uh, Two days ago, if you guys are talking about movies, we just went up to, uh, if you've ever seen Clerks 2 or a fan of anything from the Viewers universe, uh, from Kevin Smith and Jay Muse and all those guys, we went to a pop-up movies, uh, the Burger Place up in uh, Boston. It was great, but it definitely left us with some interesting feelings. Oh, my God. I I still feel like garbage. We'll that another time. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was, it was very worth it. it. Uh, you can check up. We have pictures on both of our Instagrams and stuff, so if you find us in there, go check those out. Um, and if you have any questions about it, we have videos and stuff that we can put up later too. But anyways, this has been fun. Uh, I, I still haven't come up with a perfect tagline yet. So for now, it's just stay bloody, my friend. I like cool. stay bloody. Yeah, stay bloody, man. Stay bloody. Stay bloody. Stay bloody. Stay bloody. Like All right, boys. Are right, you fucks? Peace yeah. out, everybody.